The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Wednesday, September 13, 2023. I'm Josh Nelson. Yesterday was a doubleheader for the White Sox and Royals as Monday was washed away. Couldn't ask for better weather conditions in Chicago as it was sunny and in the upper 60s for Game 1. Dylan Cease took the mound, opposing Brady Sainer, and Sainer's last outing against the White Sox, he struggled greatly in the second inning as he allowed six earned runs on three homers in five innings of total work against the White Sox, but the Royals came from behind to win that game 7-6. You remember that game as the balk-off win as Gregory Santos never came set. Well, in the first inning, the White Sox hitters were on Sainer. Tim Anderson singled to center field, and Andrew Benatendi and Luis Robert both walked to load the bases for Eloy Jimenez with no outs. Using a sand wedge, I kid. Jimenez was able to chip a grounder perfectly for an infield single to drive in Anderson. Then Yohan Makata pulled a single to right field to score a run. After Andrew Vaughn struck out, Gavin Sheets singled to center field. That base knock scored two runs, and the White Sox were rolling. They were up 4 to nothing. Another run came through when Elvis Andrews beat out a 4-6-3 double play attempt. Dylan Sees was given a five-run cushion and, in his last outing, couldn't take advantage of it to get deep into the game. In his start against the Royals yesterday, the good, Kansas City only scored one run off Cease, which was an Edward Oliveris RBI double in the fourth inning. Cease only allowed five base runners with four hits and a walk, and Cease struck out eight batters. The meh... Cease threw 102 pitches, only covering five and a third innings. Sure, it's nitpicking, but that's back-to-back starts against Kansas City that Cease couldn't get through six innings. His season ERA does lower, though, to 4.87 on the season. In the sixth inning, the White Sox tacked on another run when Andrew Vaughn doubled to left field, his 27th double of the season. Elvis Andrews picked up his second RBI of the game with a single to center field. Andrews would advance to second base on the throw and would later steal third base. That was Andrews' 12th steal of 2023. But the White Sox couldn't drive Andrews in. Corey Lee flew out. Anderson walked, but Benatendi struck out. In that at-bat, assistant hitting coach Chris Johnson was arguing about a low strike call. He got ejected. Kansas City scored again in the eighth inning when Lane Ramsey got a little wild. Bobby Witt Jr. singled and advanced a second base off a wild pitch, and then that Edward Oliveris again came up with a big hit with an RBI single to make it 6-2. 
That would be the final score as the White Sox took Game 1, and they approved at that moment a 56-88. at Game 2, yikes for Tuki Tucson. He had a very rough outing. Tucson gave up eight runs in just one inning of work. He allowed six hits, two walks, and he hit two batters. The Royals at one point were up nine to nothing. I was praying for the mercy rule while sitting in the stands. Then a funny thing happened. After being no hit for four innings, Eloy Jimenez hit a solo home run in the fifth inning. Then chaos in the sixth inning. Lenin Sosa singled and advanced a second on a wild pitch. Zach Remillard doubled. Now it's a 9-2 game. Yoan Makata singled. Now it's a 9-3 game. Andrew Vaughn doubled again. 9-4 game. Luis Robert Jr. singled. 9-5 game. Then Eloy Jimenez singled and Carlos Perez walked. So you got the bases loaded. Nobody out. The game time run is now batting. Trace Thompson struck out. So that was the first out, which brought up Gavin Sheets. Sheets hit a deep fly, splitting the center and left field gap, and his drive hit the wall, clearing the bases. Sheets advanced the third on a bad relay. So now it's 9-8, and Lenin Sosa, in his second at bat of the inning, hit a deep fly to left field that reached the warning track, but fell short, resulted in a sack fly, and now it was a 9-9 game. According to NBC Sports Chicago's Chris Kamka, the last time the White Sox came from behind down by nine runs was in 1978 against Cleveland, and they won that game. But the game was not tied for very long. Michael Garcia singled in the seventh inning off newly acquired White Sox reliever Davey Garcia. The base hit drove in Logan Porter, making it a 10-9 game. It was still a 10-9 game going into the ninth inning when Michael Kopech entered in relief. Darion Blanco singled and proceeded to steal second and third base. So Kopech is still struggling to hold runners. That was significant because Bobby Wood Jr. converted on that scoring opportunity with a sack fly making it 11-9 game. The White Sox did pick up another run in the bottom of the ninth inning when Luis Robert Jr. beat out a double play for a fielder's choice RBI. But that was the extent of the White Sox offense. The Royals end up winning 11-10, and the season series is now tied up six games apiece. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tonight, starting at 6.40 p.m. Central Time, the White Sox and Royals play for the last time in 2023. Starting for the White Sox will be Mike Clevenger. After he allowed eight earned runs at four innings against Detroit two starts ago, Clevenger was very good in his last outing against those Tigers pitching. Seven scoreless innings, allowing just three hits with seven strikeouts. 
Clevenger at Guarantee Rate Field is 4-3 on the season with a 3.63 ERA and 10 starts, spanning 52 innings. Clevenger has 50 strikeouts to just 21 walks and has only allowed six home runs, which is impressive for the ballpark. The Royals are not sure yet who will be starting for them, so stay tuned on who they announce. You can watch the game on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on ESPN 1000 AM. With the low A and high A playoffs starting, only the Charlotte Knights and Birmingham Barons are in action for the White Sox minor league affiliates. In Charlotte, Christian Mena made the start. He went four two-thirds innings, allowed three hits, one earned run, but he walked five batters with his six strikeouts. The Nashville Silence won the game 5-3. Oscar Colas went 0-5 with two strikeouts. The Barons visited the Chattanooga Lookouts, and Tim Elko had himself a game, and he's having himself a season. Elko went 3-for-4 with the home run and four RBIs. For the minor league season, covering three levels, Elko's hit 27 home runs and driven 101 RBIs. Is he a legit prospect? I don't know, but he's putting up fun numbers. Around Major League Baseball, former Milwaukee Brewers president of baseball operations David Stearns has officially been named in the same role for the New York Mets. In the worst-kept secret around baseball, Stearns will be tasked in trying to turn around the Mets who have spent a lot of money with mixed results since owner Steve Cohen has taken over. It'll be interesting to see if Stearns can take his team-building approach tactics from Milwaukee to Queens with the game's biggest wallet to spend. Scores around Major League Baseball, the New York Yankees and Boston Red Sox also had a doubleheader at Fenway. In Game 1, the Yankees won 3-2. Rafael Devers hit his 30th home run of the season, and Nick Pavetta struck out 10 batters, but the Yankees scored all three of their runs in the sixth inning, thanks to Gleyber Torres' go-ahead two-run single. The Yankees won Game 2, 4-1, as old friend Carlos Rodon was quite good. The games had a postseason implications. The Colorado Rockies beat the Chicago Cubs 6-4, despite Pete Crow Armstrong making some sensational defensive plays in center field. That's good news for Milwaukee Brewers fans, because the Brewers pick up another game on the Cubs in the National League Centrals. They beat the Miami Marlins 3-1. The New York Mets beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 7-4. The Texas Rangers beat the Toronto Blue Jays 6-3, despite Max Scherzer leaving the game with an apparent injury. So we'll have to see what Texas reports later today about Scherzer's injury. That win is significant for Texas because the Rangers now have the tiebreaker over the Blue Jays. Remember, there is no game 163, so if the Rangers and Blue Jays finish with identical records, the Rangers own the tiebreaker now. The Atlanta Braves beat the Philadelphia Phillies 7-6 in extra innings, and the Cincinnati Reds beat the Detroit Tigers in extra innings 6-5. Looking at the National League wildcard race right now in the standings, the Philadelphia Phillies would still be the number four seed. They are 79-66. and 66. They're a game and a half up on the Chicago Cubs, who would be the fifth seed at 78-68. and 68. The Cubs are two games ahead of the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks would still be the sixth seed. They're 76-70. Then you got San Francisco and Cincinnati. They're a game back of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And the Miami Marlins are still hovering around. They're a game and a half back of Arizona. In the American League, it's starting to become more clear with the postseason picture as the Houston Astros have a two-game lead in the American League West. When you look at the American League wildcard, Tampa Bay right now, solid spot is the four seed. They're 89-57. They're eight and a half games up on Texas and Toronto. 
Texas right now would be that fifth seed. They are 80 at 64. They're a game and a half up on Toronto, who would be the sixth seed. They're 80 at 65. Seattle is 79 and 65. They're a half game back of Toronto. So really the race in the American League seems to be this Texas, Toronto, Seattle battle. And again, Texas owning that tiebreaker over the Blue Jays is a very big deal. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Sox Machine. You can follow me on Twitter at Sox Machine underscore Josh. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts such as Spotify and Apple Music. We also upload podcast episodes into our YouTube channel, which please subscribe to at youtube.com slash Machine. If you enjoy our work and want more, you can get more by subscribing to our Patreon to receive exclusive content and ad-free versions of the website of the podcast. Monthly plans start at $2, or you could save with an annual subscription. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash Machine. The White Sox Wake Up Call is a production of SoxMachine.com. You're home for all things Chicago White Sox baseball and part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.